0: Welcome to The Ziggler Show, where we inspire your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and today we have a word from Zig Ziggler, then a Q&A session with myself and Michelle Prince regarding this question from Zig's talk that we posted on Facebook. Here's the question. Do you ever speak positively or positivity to yourself in an effort to increase your morale? If so, share. If you don't, why not? The question came from Zig himself, which I'll give to you right here, right now.
1: Did you realize that the most important opinion you have is the opinion you have of yourself? Do you realize that the most important conversation you ever have is the conversation you have with yourself? With that in mind, since we are encouraging people, I'm going to encourage you to take seriously these positive affirmations, and I want you to start using them because they will make a difference in your life, I
0: guarantee it. Okay, folks, and the affirmations he's talking about there come from Zig Ziglar's self talk card. Folks, you can get that for free, absolutely free, at ziglar.com dot com slash self talk. We have had, I, I don't know, maybe thousands of people who taken advantage of this. uh, dot com forward slash self talk. And that's what we are talking about here in this show. So again, we posted That question, do you ever speak positivity to yourself in an effort to increase your morale? If so, share. If you don't, why not? We received a lot of amazing responses and they weren't all just super positive about, oh yeah, I do. We had some real authentic sharing here. So I'm going to bring Michelle Prince in and we're going to read through some of these. I think you'll relate to a lot of them and it will help empower and encourage you and inspire you to start this life changing habit. All right. Well, Michelle, I'm going to start off and put you on the spot. You ready?
1: I'm ready.
0: All right. This is a quiz for you. The very first comment to this question was, uh, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. So the quiz is, do you know who said that? Does that ring a bell? Oh
1: my goodness. It's on the tip of my tongue. You did put me on the spot.
0: I know. This is the thing. Uh, 1991. I'll I'll give you a hint here. The guy who did it, on Saturday Night Live is now one of our U.S. senators, <laughs> Al Franken. <laughs> it was Stuart Smalley on Saturday it Night Live. Smalley, that's right. That's yeah, right. I'll never forget it. He did one of the best uh, clips. It was with Michael Jordan. It's I've just always loved it, and I feel I like it's it. it's personal development gold. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Mm-hmm. So that it was literally the first post uh, within uh, about a minute of when I put that question up. So uh oh, well so funny. So funny. All right. All right. Well, so on a more serious note, uh so this uh, so Steve Rosen says he says, yes, I do speak positivity to myself. I figured someone needs to stand up against the buzzkill between my ears. Mm. And I thought, man, that's, you know, there, there's one, and we're going to hit a bunch of different angles on this. It's one thing to speak positivity into ourselves. but yeah, I don't know. Maybe you do, I, you know, why it is that we tend to naturally have a negative voice on our head.
1: Well, it's just we have, we have all this chatter, right? I mean, it's, and it's all based on our beliefs. It's based on maybe what people have told us, but it's just this constant bombardment of, of chatter. But you're right. Most of it is negative. So it's not, you're great. You can do this. You know, those are the things we have to work on with our uh, affirmations, but generally it's, you know, Who do you think you are? You can't do that. You're going to (laughs) fail.
0: Yeah. It it reminds me of the old cartoons, you know, with the little angel on one shoulder and the little devil on one side fighting. And then, and there's that quote, I should have written it down, but it was, uh, it was like the old Indian guy saying, you know, there's, there's, uh, two dogs inside of me, a good dog and a bad dog always fighting. And somebody said, well, who, who usually wins? He said, well, whichever one I feed most and
1: always.
0: Always been so convicting. Well, so Marvin Pinnock says, uh, speaking doesn't seem to work for me, but writing does. I will occasionally write a note to my future self and mail it. Uh, when I get it, I've usually forgotten and it gives me a boost. To me, that was interesting just because, I mean, I, 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 maybe you could speak to this, Michelle. I, I think that speaking, to actually look ourselves in the mirror, as Zig talks about, and to speak does something uh, just from a kinetic standpoint, even and it is very powerful so i i I tend to think that speaking has a certain power, though I got to admit I relate to Marvin I am not if i 'm by myself i won 't speak i can I can go without speaking for days. It almost interrupts my pattern of thought. I am a writer, and so in the mornings i 'm usually uh, in my, in my Bible, my devotion book. And I will write just as Marvin, I will write some of those positive affirmations and thoughts to myself. I think that's, I mean, again, I think if you do that, you're probably in rock stardom already. Um, though I do think, and maybe you can speak to this if, if you know, I, I think there is some, I don't know, maybe some extra power, even some horsepower to actually speak in it.
1: I think there is, I, I've, it is very cathartic to write because that's how you get clarity in your thoughts. And so I agree with you on that, uh, that, that there's, there's an, you know, like he was saying, I mean, that, that might be the process that you need to get to the place where you're ready to be open to to new thoughts. But I think the power comes when you speak it, you know, when you actually speak it out loud. It's one of the reasons why, you know, Zig has always been a huge proponent of affirmation. So many other very successful people in the personal developments, they say that you have to write down what it is you want, what you want to program your mind to believe, but then speak it. And I, I do agree. And Zig's the one who said, stand in front of the mirror and look yourself because there's something about looking yourself in the eye and saying, I can do this. I'm good enough. I have everything I need to be successful within me. And it just, it it kind of boosts your, you know, we believe what we say, you know, so it's just reprogramming.
0: I I think that is, I think, yeah, we cannot we cannot go against what we, what we speak. So uh, there you go, folks. Again, I, I mean, if you're writing it, you're still at the you know top one percentile of all humanity to write something down. So don't dish yourself for that. And that is my nature, but, uh, speaking, it is something I think is worth, worth working on. And I'm talking to myself. Um, <laughs> Well, Joshua Wilson says, every day I ask myself these value proposition questions. I, I like that tactic. He said, who am I? What do I serve? Or who do I serve? And what problems do I solve for them? Uh, the positive answers help me remind myself of my value, the people who really matter to me and the people who don't. I just thought that was a great tactic. Three, you know, who am I? What, who do I serve? And what problems do I solve for them? I hadn't heard it in that structure before, but I kind of, I kind of like that.
1: I do too, because it really hits a lot of the elements that we tend to be critical, you know, ourselves, uh, maybe not putting all of our faith in, in, in whose we are. And then the situation of our business and our life and all of that, uh, I like that. I like that. It's a good way to think about it. I
0: did too. Again, that's why we're doing this because we hear stuff we've mm-hmm. never heard. And, and folks, this is something for you. I mean, again, if you go with the, the message of, of getting, of speaking positivity, writing writing it, however you choose, that's the point here is there's not one size fits all here. You find something in the act of doing it as you'll, as you'll hear, you know, in this show even is dramatic. Well, Jody, uh, Tutin says, Romans four talks about the, this really resonated with me or just, I guess, impacted me. Romans four talks about the Lord being a God who, who speaks that, which is, which is not as though it were. He calls Abraham, the father of one, uh, and Abraham father of many before he has even one child. Uh, and she's speaking about her husband here. I think Brian and I have gone through Proverbs and written down at least one thing from each proverb to speak into existence in our lives. Example, I'm a man of wisdom who seeks understanding in all things. You will become what you tell yourself. You are hearing those things from your own mouth helps you believe it and become it. Well, I like that. Uh, and you could speak to it, Michelle. I mean, cause I know that, and we have some people that talk to it. It feels like I'm looking in the mirror and I'm telling myself something that I'm not, you know, I'm lying to myself, but I love how she says here. It's, the aspect of speaking it into existence. How how do you like that terminology?
1: I love it. It's, and we've been told speak life, Mm -hmm. speak life, you know, Uh, life and death is in, is in the tongue. So uh, when we speak life, when we speak truth, when we speak the promises, you know, going more spiritual here, but, but it is, you know, when we are told to speak the promises that are in the Bible. So that's, a proactive approach to life you know and and i see people that and i have done this in my own life where i've even taken some scripture and i've I've changed it up a little bit and put insert my name so that i'm speaking that that scripture into my life into my existence that that's when you start to see amazing things start to happen now i don't it doesn't have to just be spiritual but this this goes across with everything when you say to yourself you know i'm 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 always going to be in debt. I'm always going to, you know, struggle or I'm always going to, you know, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough. It's you're going to be speaking the truth and that truth will become your reality. But when you and if that's the reality you want, speak those words. But I think what we're talking about here is the power of our words, how can they can change your current reality to to where you want to go. Zig says you are what you are and where you are by because of what's gone into your mind. You can change what you are and change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. So instead of giving this self-limiting, defeating thoughts of, you know, I'm, I, I can't afford it or I'll always be in debt or I can't, I'll never find a relationship, you say, you know, I have everything I need to be successful. I am you know, perfectly, wonderfully made. All of those things, and it it just changes the picture we have of ourselves, which then changes the reality we experience.
0: Absolutely, I love how you said "Speak Life." So I've been looking over here at my phone uh, in Spotify. I've got a playlist. It's the mm-hmm. kids' morning playlist, so it's on the way to school. We have a real short drive. One of the songs on there, it's one of their favorite, is "Speak Life" by Please Toby Mac. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that one's ingrained in my head. They love it. And we talk about that. Okay, guys, go on in and speak life to your classmates, to your teachers and uh, great terminology. Well, you also said you mentioned uh, prayer and inserting your name. So Susie Bradley says, yes, praying my name in scripture, taking God's promises and inserting my name as I pray it. Right after that, in response to it, Amy Rocketbox says, Praying my own name into scripture is a habit I have fallen out of and fully intend to pick back up as soon as I'm finished doing social media right now, because it's so empowering. Thanks for the reminder, Susie. And she references, uh, references her that, uh, we had multiple people. I picked out a couple there, but we had multiple people talk about that, taking scripture, taking God's promises and making it personal my partner is big on that about taking a scripture taking a proverb and not speaking not reading the Bible but making it first person putting his name in there or or, or I first person um, yes well and you testify to it I don't think I've ever done that Michelle so uh okay oh my goodness Kevin it
1: is so powerful. In fact, I even wrote out uh, the, the, the verses that I've been speaking for myself through the years. I even typed it up one day and I did it for my kids and I put it in their, you know, their names and all that. Like, I'll just give you an example of one that I use, Ephesians 3, 14 through 19, mm. you know, and, and it, it's all first person. For this reason, I kneel before the father from whom his whole family in heaven and earth derives his name. I pray out as that I may be strengthened with power through his spirit. And it's just so powerful because you're saying it as like you're you're. You're specifically asking for that. And, um, I, 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 that's not something I came up with on my own. I actually got that from a book that I read. And I believe it was Kenneth Hagan had recommended doing that. And it's just powerful. It's just that powerful. But, but what we're told to speak the promises. So, and speak the truth. So why not
0: insert it for you personally? I love it. Great tactic. That's going to fit, fit a lot of folks. Well, Jonathan Daly says, I find myself referring to myself in the third person. Come on daily, get your stuff sorted out, get it together, uh, et cetera. And you know, I, I think, well, I, you know, that's, that's uh, we're looking for what fits you. That's one where I think we can tend to kind of ride ourselves and, and kind of go into a negative space. But uh, somebody else mentioned that, you know, when they do that, they hear the drill sergeant from their youth in their head and it it helps them. You know, we're not going to I'm not going to say there's, again, a one size fits all. I think, you know, look at it and see, is it really motivating you? Is it guilting you? Maybe look at the how it's really affecting you. But ultimately, we are talking about can you. Can you t- honestly, I admit to that one a little bit too. I try to stay out of the negative with it, but there are some times that like, Kevin, come on, get a grip brother. You can do this
1: get together. Let's go. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So we'll give that to you, Jonathan too. Thank you. Well, this one is, um, this was going to fit a lot of folks. Dan Brandenburg. He says, I did exactly the opposite. Years ago, I looked in the mirror each morning and gave myself lots of negative self-talk. Every day I tell myself all these bad things. One day, though, I realized what I was doing and set out to break the pattern. I wrote three seemingly unachievable at the time goals on a piece of paper and placed it on my mirror. Each morning, instead of seeing my own reflection and repeating the cycle, I instead saw my three impossible goals and thought, uh, and thought that I, I'm going to admit to these. I'm going to accomplish. He said, I accomplished two, uh, two of those working a year or within a year and a third within the second year. It was a powerful, powerful change to me. And Dan, I've got to tell you, as a kid, I saw my dad, Dan Miller, student of Zig, put statements like that on his bathroom mirror and also pictures, pictures of things that he wanted to achieve. Uh, and that's what he saw every morning, incredibly impacting to me as a kid. And we hear stories of people who do that Literally. Yeah. Bathroom mirror. A uh, We hear a lot of um, a rear view mirror in the car uh, is a <clears throat> popular one. Again, wherever it works for, you. for me, it would be one of my favorite places is down in my living room on the carpet. I literally put a pillow down and get down on my knees. That's where I do my morning time and my devotions. And there's a little cabinet there. And that's a good place for me to put some things to remind me, but that's what we're looking for is a secret sauce for you. But just admitting that, that you did the opposite. I mean, I don't know what the stats are, Michelle, but I would tend to think if people speak out loud to themselves at all, that, uh, make up the percentage that the vast majority of it is, is negative.
1: I would completely agree and it's a high percentage and it's just because that's just how we're programmed. If we weren't, we wouldn't need personal development. We wouldn't need to be reminded to set goals. We wouldn't need to be reminded of the promises, uh, you know, in scripture. So it's just, I think a, a, it's a problem. But, but the good news is, is everything that we are telling ourselves negative and everything that the results that we get that are negative, it's all because of the negative thoughts. But the good news is, is we can change those and we can change the input to get a different output. And that's really what we're talking about.
0: Okay. Well here, then I'm going to hand this one to you because this isn't an easy one. All right. Keith Barton says, because I screw things up so much, I feel like it's a lie. speak those words. I can't convince myself that I'm ever getting better. Even when you know the harm it does, 30 plus years of programming seems insurmountable to change. That's Hmm. what he gave us.
1: Well, definitely you're not alone in that because Pretty much everyone has had some programming for some amount of time that's negative. Thirty years—it took you thirty years to get to that point. It will take; it's going to take more than a couple of days to change that. But your mind is just like software. Think of it that way. So you programmed your mind to believe those negative thoughts. So you downloaded the the software onto your onto your hard drive, and that's the output you've been getting. So to, you will have to. You know, get rid of that old software. You're going to have to debug, get rid of some things, and put on a whole new software. So it takes time. And I know that's a silly analogy, but for you computer buffs out there, you know what I'm saying. It does take time, but it can happen. It absolutely can happen. Now, to the point of not believing it, then (laughs) Zig would say, you know, a lot of times think of it as telling the truth in advance, because you're right. You're not going to believe it at the moment that. The, you're saying it because that's not where you are in that state, but you continue to feed your mind. You continue to say, I can, I can do this. I am good enough. I am successful. I am prosperous. I am whatever it is you're, you're looking for. You continue to do it. And over time you will believe it and it will become your reality.
0: And that, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think about it like exercise, you know, if we have become 50 pounds overweight, how long is it? How long did it take us to get there? I think the average one time I saw the average person at some point, it's probably accelerated now that everybody, the majority of people gain about a pound and a half a year. So, you know, if you look over, over time, how long did that take? How long is it going to take to get out of that a long time? I'm speaking uh, from within a medical practice where I have my studio here that I'm partner in and people come here to make big changes in their lives. We usually talk about a year. It took them a long time, however long, maybe a lifetime to get to where they are in a, in a chronic illness or disease standpoint to get out of that or to get some big results is going to take a while. It's going to take at least a year. And so I would encourage you just as, as you said, Michelle, Keith, To, uh, to look at it's, it's going to take a while. It's a, it's again, like exercise, you want to put on muscle or lose weight. It's going to be every single day slogging it out. It's going to be a long time before you like it, before you believe it, before you see results. Uh, when do you start? And there's the old adage, you know, you start now and and either you do it or you don't. Um, thank you for being honest. I, I appreciate that. You know, and right after that, Douglas Collier, he said, he said to this question, it never worked for me. On the other hand, every time I spoke positively about others, it always improved my morale and sometimes, of course, the morale of others as well. I mean, we're still dealing with that, that he feels like it never worked for you. And 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 Douglas, I think we still, we just talked to, to that degree, but I do like, and I, that's why I pulled it out, that your speaking positively about others helped you. I mean, that goes back to, I didn't grab the show number, but we did the interview with Shanti Feldhahn, she has the kindness challenge mm-hmm. uh book, and she talked about that the aspect of being kind is not first off and even foremost, so that the person that you are giving this kindness to will reciprocate that and you'll get X, Y, Z. She said, first off, and if you don't get anything else out of it, if you don't get any of that reciprocity, it is for you. It makes you feel better, it makes you see things differently, it gives you fulfillment. And uh, so I really appreciate Douglas, you talking about that. And I I mean, gosh, I guess that's, I hadn't thought about that, but can that be a, a tool in this arsenal as well, Michelle, to maybe, I don't know. I haven't thought about it for the people who this is really difficult for. Is that a place? Could that be a viable place to start? Speak it to others first. Maybe that will help you baby steps to get to yourself.
1: Whatever you can do to, to start re the the key is, is it's changing your own beliefs about yourself. And some of those are going to be very deep seated in, in that maybe you don't have a good positive view of yourself. So starting with somebody else. Absolutely. Because like you said, it's going to come back to you. Uh, It makes you feel good when you're nice to somebody else. I would though, say for those, for, for those that are saying that the positive word and, and speaking life and speaking, you know, positive affirmations don't work for them is to maybe start with going back and identifying, well, what are you telling yourself? Yeah. A lot of times we're not even aware of all of the negative things that we're saying and all of these beliefs that we have that are sometimes based on not even fact, just things that may have happened as children. And we just, we held on to it. So the first thing you can't really overcome anything unless you identify first what it is. So what are you telling yourself? What negative thoughts are you telling yourself about, you know, relationships, about money, about work, about God, about anything, and then identify that. And then, and only then can you change it by turning those into positive affirmations. (coughs) But it's, it's a process like we were just saying, but that sometimes is the first step.
0: Friends, this topic is a big, big deal. I hope you're catching the enormity here. A great start is Zig Ziglar's Self Talk cards. You can get them for free at zigglercom slash self talk. Here are two more great services from Ziglar that you can use as well. The seven day challenge from Ziglar family here on the show. You know, we spend a lot of time focusing on on improving ourselves personally and professionally. Zig Ziglar understood that fostering a strong, healthy family is key to our overall success in life. So, we give you today Ziglar Family's all new seven day challenge, created especially for families like yours and mine. The seven day challenge is a highly motivating experience designed to help today's families enjoy a more fulfilling family life. This challenge features experts like Andy Andrews, Dr. Meg Meeker, Rory Vaden, all of who we have interviewed here on the show, and others, each focusing on one of the seven key areas of family life, such as work-life integration, communication, relationships, and so on. When you join the free challenge, you will receive an email each morning of the week with a brief, powerful video from one of these experts sharing valuable advice and a specific action step that your family can take to grow. It's all about creating a week of wins for your family. You can get in on this by visiting 7 Day Challenge. That's the number seven, 7daychallenge.com, or by texting again the number seven, 7 Day Challenge to this number, 44222. 44222. No matter where you are right now, your family can be, do, and have more. So start your week of wins by joining the seven day family challenge from Ziegler family today. Once again, it's set the number seven day challenge.com or text seven day challenge to this number 44222. Well, the next one is LinkedIn. Riches. Uh, one of our favorite Ziegler quotes is stop selling and start helping. And when it comes to finding potential clients online, few experts are as helpful as our friend, best selling author, John Nemo. He's personally rewritten and optimized the LinkedIn profiles. Of our very own Tom Ziegler and Mark Tim with phenomenal results. In addition, John has also personally rewritten LinkedIn profiles for Bob Berg, Chris Brogan, John Lee Dumas, Jarek Robbins, and other well known business coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers. As we mentioned before, John's extremely helpful. He has taken the time to develop a free webinar that will teach you how to use LinkedIn to find, engage, and sell to your ideal client on this platform. If you aren't using LinkedIn to meet new, meet new clients, uh, if you're using it, but you wish you could just get more leads out of it, this is the starting point for you. So sign up for John's free training at linkedinriches.com slash Ziegler. Again, he's helping Tom Ziegler, so many others. He can help you as well get qualified leads using LinkedIn. So start the free, tr- the free training today at linkedinriches.com slash Ziegler. Well, um, this is another, again, another, another aspect here that I hadn't uh, brought out. Nate Schwartz says, ever since I read, uh, it must be a book. What do you say when you talk to yourself? And I didn't look that up. I've not, not heard of that book, but uh, I, he said, I've tried to limit the negative and accentuate the positive. A side benefit was a conscious decision to speak blessings over my kids And, uh, on occasion to strangers, a simple love your hair or just saying, thank you can help make someone's day. It again, reminded me of what we just heard from Douglas, uh, there, but yeah, maybe I I think that's a great piece to put in there is alongside the speaking it to ourselves, just the habit of speaking positivity to a human being. Can we continue to do that to others as well? And, uh, it probably does go hand in hand, don't you think?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. When you're more aware of the good, goodness and people, the goodness in your life, all that, you're more grateful that that produces, you know, all kinds of good feelings. And, and it, it certainly can't, it, it can't be a bad thing.
0: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Well, here's, I grouped, I grouped three together here real quick, uh, Michelle, and uh, I really appreciated them. I'll read them real quick. Uh, Tim Tupper says at one point in my life, I was very unhappy, but decided that every time I looked in the mirror, I would force myself to smile. It was so hard for the longest time, but eventually became easier to do. And before long, I was smiling all the time and much happier. Now all I have to do, <laughs> you know, I, I did not read that. I thought he, I thought he meant smile. He said, I have to pass gas loudly. It makes the boys <laughs> laugh and, and his wife shakes her head in disgust. both of which make me smile. You know what? That's <laughs> I can't, whatever it, takes. I, whatever it takes. I did not. There you go. Candid, there's candid podcasting right there. I thought I read part of that. I skimmed over and I thought he was talking about just smiling in front of his family. You know what? If that does that, a little comedy in there can always liven things up, but uh, <laughs> I love the smiling. So, so right after that, uh, Fergus Moore says, I smile on myself in the mirror every morning, excruciatingly difficult as it may be. Sometimes the studies show that this increases the flow of endorphins associated with happiness, Uh, And then right after that, David ask also says, I'll often look in the mirror and smile at myself and think nice things. Well, I just like that from a, again, I don't know if it's really the right uses of the word, but from a kinetic, you know, a physiological standpoint to smile seems like I I read it from these, these folks. I have not thought about that for myself. So when I'm doing this, can I also just smile? We know that that affects humanity. I, I know that in regards to others. I have not to this point ever really thought about doing it to myself. How about you?
1: Well, maybe not specifically to myself, but when I was in sales, actually working at Ziggler's in the 90s, I remember going through a a customer service or a sales class and them saying, put a mirror at your desk, like before you pick up the phone to call anyone, Mm -hmm. put a mirror there and smile as you're talking to someone because there's something about a smile. that creates energy and people can actually feel that energy. So maybe the, the point in this is if you're doing it to yourself, you're feeling this energy of, of endorphins and, and happiness. And if you start feeling happy when you see yourself, then you're going to start to like yourself better. And maybe some of those self-esteem issues come, you know, are, are, are handled in that respect. I love it though, but it's true. It's really hard to look at yourself in the mirror and smile, like a genuine smile, not a, you know, cheesy mm-hmm. smile. But and do that and not feel kinda happy. You know, smiling does make us happy. Well, I
0: like you pointed that out as far as in the job world. My wife was a professional performer and she would talk about that, that there was the aspect of when you're singing or, or on stage uh, that you, you smile and even from a singing, just from an auditory standpoint, people can hear a smile and it's so mm. true. I mean, how many times have you been on the phone and you can hear on the other and you can hear that the person is smiling. But again, I got to testify, never really thought about it for myself. So folks, you gave me something new. I get to be the student here as well. Thank you. Love um, it. Tony Cooper says, I write the the, the positive statements uh, with, with markers on my mirror and say them daily. If there's something I need to work on, I lie to myself all day long for months until I believe it. Uh, I thought, okay, that's honest and, 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 and truthful and, and relevant. So yeah, I lie to myself all day long for months until I believe it. I do like the, you know, I'm speaking, I'm prophetically talking to myself or what did the, the person say, um, Gosh, what did they say before? We just read that, that they were, uh, it was something to that. They were
1: speaking the promises or speaking what what they want to have happen to them. Yeah,
0: to to that degree. I like that. So if it comes off to you, I lie to myself all day long for months until I believe it. You know, there's, uh, that's the essence of it. Don't you think?
1: Well, and I have to comment on that because I actually know Tony Cooper. She's a Ziggler legacy certified trainer and a friend. And she is a perfect example, just like me and you, of, of, you know, we, we want to be successful. We want to be the best that we can be. We want to help people, but you know, we have days where we don't feel it. We don't really think we're the best mom in the world or the best, you know, wife in the world or the best employer or whatever. So, going back to this point of it's all about speaking what you want and not what you don't want. And it's okay to feel like, yeah, you know, I'm a great mom and you just, you know, completely lost, (laughs) lost it in front of your kids. So in that moment, maybe you weren't a great mom, but when you speak it, you're going to, the next time you're going to think it and, and you're going to act in the way in which you think about yourself. So it just, I feel like it's, Yes, I guess you could say you're lying to yourself to some degree, but I like what Zig said. You're just telling the truth in advance because Mm -hmm. you're capable of being who you want to be. You just aren't there yet. So just speak it and it'll happen. So anyway, I love that Tony shared that.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. I'm glad I I like that you knew her. Um, So Justin Hughes says, I try not to speak empty positivity to myself. It rings hollow. Uh, He actually said some other things, but just right there, I I do think that that is something that gets in people's craw, you know, gosh, you could say that just with motivation, inspiration, uh, overall, the fluff sometimes, and just the, you know, inspiring incompetence. I mean, we've heard all kinds of things, but, you know, but then he does talk about, you know, what I do is I'm I'm honest with my complaints and fears, but then I dismantle them and point out how those fears and issues are are not true. This is part of my intentional optimism. And it's something I've done to combat my depressive, negative, natural tendencies. Well, that's absolutely what we're talking about. But I, that, I, I think that that's, that's really relevant that we are, you know, that with our, our statements, that we are earnest with ourselves, just like we would want to be with somebody else. They don't want that fluff mm-hmm. either. Do they, Michelle?
1: We don't need the fluff. And that's where it goes back to being specific on, well, what is it you want to accomplish? So instead of saying, and I, whenever I do speaking on, on belief and things like this, that's what I say to them is, you know, get clear, get that clarity. Cause if you just say, I want to be successful, you know, mm-hmm. with quotes around it, or I want to make more money or I want to lose weight, those are so general and fluffy and, and, and they're not going to get you any results. And so if you're speaking that to yourself, like, I am successful. You know, but get more specific on, I am successful as, you know, a working mom, or Mm -hmm. I am successful as an entrepreneur starting my business, or I am successful because I have done X, Y, Z. It makes it a little bit more uh, tangible than just the fluff. But you know, But then there are some listening to this will, that'll say, well, all personal development is fluff It's if it's not the actual truth yet, if you're speaking what you want to happen. So I, it, it's definitely a mixed bag there.
0: Well, so l- let me hit on that because somebody actually, and I don't know if I we're going to get to it, but somebody posted something about that as far as speaking the things that they knew that they were good at too. So uh, maybe that's, we don't want to get on that bandwagon of the, all you're doing is speaking the things that you're not trying to speak positivity. You're not. Uh, I think it is relevant to list out some of the things that you do know. Maybe that's a good place to start too. don't lie to yourself. Pick out the things that you know, that you know that you know that you're good at and start with those and just give those affirmations that, Hey, I am good at that. I do enjoy that. I am joyful with that and do those and then start adding in the ones that you want to speak life into uh, as Mm -hmm. well. But maybe that, Uh, maybe that's, maybe that's a propensity that we tend to fall into is, uh, just look at the negatives, try to speak into those and not also include the absolutes that, that we do know that we are good at. Um, I don't know if I spend enough time doing that as uh, myself either, Michelle, I tend to look at the negatives or the, the, the voids first. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure.
1: I'll be real, uh, transparent and vulnerable here. You know, years ago, but before I had written my first book, before I really kind of stepped into my. Uh, owning who who I was and, and and the gifts that I had, I I did have a lot of negative beliefs, negative beliefs that I could do anything, you know, who, who do I think I am? And, you know, all of those things that we do very um, easily. And a friend of mine had suggested, um, you know, working on my beliefs, my personal beliefs, and I did. And so what I started to do is I started to read books about, um, you know, I'm a Christian. So for me, it was about, uh, my identity, (laughs) my identity in Christ. And I would start writing them down on index cards. So it wasn't necessarily specific to my success. It was just more of who I am and the black and white of what it says. You know, I am a child of God. I am the daughter of the King and I am all these things. And that may sound silly, but what it did for me is it just boosted my confidence in myself. Mm. So then when I was ready to tackle I am an author or I have a story that matters, or I have something that I could share with someone else to make a difference. By then my confidence was already up. So I could do that more specifically, but until I started with just the, the the core of who I am as a human being, um, you know, the rest of it would have kind of gone off and not really made an impact. But I don't know if that resonates. I'm not sure why I shared that, but I did no, okay. <laughs> just to say that it, you know you got to start with the basics.
0: Yeah. Right, Michelle, I think it's a I think it's a big deal to just showcase yeah, our own struggles so that people know that we are all human just like in the habits show that we have where we interview the guests and then from that go into the habits and have them go through their daily habits so that we see they're not superhuman they just fell from the sky all perfected that it's because of daily work well here's one that i thought would be a great one to end on this is audrey Steele. she says there's something about having to form truthful positive words and say them out loud even when I don't feel like it, uh, it gets me out of the mental rut that I'm in. It feels a little goofy to give myself a pep talk, but negative beliefs can be so debilitating sometimes that just, that just trying to think positively doesn't cut it. When speaking the words, I then hear the words too, and it's it's so helpful. Well, and I just thought there, uh, what it brought me to thinking about, Michelle, just to put out on the table is as we look at this, of talking to ourselves and how it can feel uncomfortable and feel a little goofy. We're doing it to combat the reality that we are always talking to ourselves. We're usually not speaking it out loud. Sometimes we do, but I think if we all thought about, gosh, how often do I find myself speaking to myself in my head or maybe even saying out loud, you know, Hey, come on, buddy, get it together. You're such a wreck that we're speaking negatively internally and sometimes externally. We're just, so even though it feels goofy, we're just trying to combat what we're already doing or to, well, what, I guess we're just trying to flip-flop it. Aren't we, Michelle?
1: We are. I mean, look, if you're going to be speaking to yourself anyway, why not make it positive? You had talked earlier about building a muscle. It's kind of like building a muscle. One way or another, you're building a muscle. You're building a muscle of negativity and and maybe creating a life that you don't love because you're going in the direction of your thoughts, or you're building a muscle of positivity and things that you actually want. And, and if, you know, what do you have to lose? (laughs) You know, if given the option, you might as well try to speak the positive. I can remember times when I was in in my early days in my career doing outside sales. And I remember sitting in my car and repeating affirmations to myself before I'd go in to meet with a client just to kind of get me pepped up. And, you know, uh, I remember a quote that I, I think it was either Brian Tracy or Zig Ziglar that 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 shared this in a book, but just say, I like myself. I like myself. I love my work. I like myself. I love my work. And doing that, and it would just get you in the mode of like, yeah, I've got this, you know? And it does sound silly, but you know, you're going to be telling yourself one thing or another. So you might as well tell yourself and pick the positive and, and, and hope that it goes in that you, you go in that direction.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned pep talk. We had a lot of people say a similar thing. They give, I give myself a pep talk before, before X, Y, Z, whatever event that they're, that they're looking at. Uh, so, well, folks, that was uh, Hey, you know what, Michelle? Thanks. That was, that was a good one. I think I got as much out of that as anybody, anybody listening. listening.
1: Oh, me too. This was a really great conversation. Great topic. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, friends, our hope is you get inspired to give this exercise a try. I mean, honestly, the results are irrefutable across the board. Nobody will argue, I don't think, that overall losing weight requires burning more calories than we consume. Well, speaking positivity to yourself programs your brain, it changes your beliefs, It influences your actions, which ultimately gives you better results. If you're not getting the positive results in your life that you want fully, why would you not try this? It costs you nothing but a scant amount of time and effort and mainly just getting over your own discomfort. Again, talking to myself as well here. Uh, You can get Zig Ziglar's self talk cards. Great place to start on this at Ziglar.com dot com slash self-talk they're totally free and uh, take them away well coming up next in show 504 we bring you eric wine if you don't know eric he climbed mount everest amongst many of the other top peaks in the world most recently he kayaked the grand canyon one of the most demanding kayak runs on planet earth well does that sound remarkable well even more so when you find out eric is blind completely blind If you want to not only be inspired, but empowered, don't miss this show. And if you got some value in today's show, please give us a high five and a a gift by leaving an iTunes review means the world to us. Well, thank you so much for letting us walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.